the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. afternoon it is time it is time it is time we are on the air and uh, it's millburgers gardening south texas and as you probably have guessed by now i'm not the aforementioned milton glick barry bess from our sister station am 630 the word milton is at a wedding today it better be Prince Charles or somebody. No, it, he just missed the Prince Harry one. The Harry one, okay. Yeah, so I think uh, he's, I don't know if he's officiating it or if he's just attending it, but he will be back tomorrow. So it's, it's, just, it's, it's funny, though, Jerry, after 20 years of being conscientious and serious and never missing anything. Right, right. He gets married and now he's doing uh, so. You every know, other show he's yeah, gone. Which so. is Jerry and Calvin's way of saying, do we have to deal with Barry again? Uh, yes, yes. That's their nice way of saying that. <laughs> Dr. <laughs> Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finchin, with me here at Millburgers, 1604 and Balverde Road. And today is a very, very big day here at Millburgers. Top tomato time. Finally, we've been talking about it. It is here. And um, since I am the novice of the group, let's talk a little bit about what top tomato is. Well, we've got uh, four categories, I guess. We've got regular-sized tomatoes that you bring in three. Then we've got the small tomatoes. You bring in six of those cherry tomatoes. And then the largest tomato is, is by weight. And then there's a category for uh, uh, green, uh, what do we call that, Jerry? A vegetable salad bowl. Salad, oh, salad bowl. bowl. Yeah, mm. right. And uh, the neat thing is there's some knockout prizes for those uh, um I'm thinking, what, uh, $75 for first prize in each of those categories, 50, right. 50 yeah. for second, and then $100 for the top uh, top tomato on top of that. Everybody that entry enters something gets $10 gift certificate to use here at Millburgers. So that's kind of a cool event. And uh, do they are they doing the judging now, right? Because I see the kind of the activity at the uh, table going on right no, now. No, I think they're still taking. Are they still taking yeah. entries? See, this is my first year to experience the Top Tomato Contest, and Milton was t- trying to tell me about it um, this week as he was kind of getting me prepared. But from the sounds of it, it's a pretty it's a big event, and a lot of people get really excited about it uh, when it comes every year. Well, it's uh, so. Where are they this year? Yeah, this year it's not. Uh, it's 104 degrees outside. Uh, <laughs> it's like seven inches from the midday we, sun. We, we, moved, we moved the day. The date is when we're having trouble finding uh, getting it right. So let, we moved the last year. Everybody said, "Well, 
you had you had it uh, too late. I've already I've already my tomatoes have already ripened and gone. And so this year we moved it up about two weeks almost. And I think it's a, this is a good date. I just think uh, yeah, I think we've. <laughs> well, a lot of people, uh, several of uh, the people come up and said, theirs are still green. Really? Because I'm, I'm at the end of mine. My, this would have been perfect for me. And then you gave everybody the advice last Saturday. Right. If you're going to participate in Top Tomato, pick your tomatoes now. Right. Pick everything that's large, and then, then you just can put them out there on a the counter, and then you can put the uniformity as a real key so you can pick from those that... Same color, same size, and uh, so I'm. I'm thinking. Now I'm kind of at the end of my crop, um, but I think a lot of people are in the middle of it. So I, I, I don't think the timing is so bad. But uh, I guess. I mean, I guess 104 degrees uh, discourages people from. No, no, it discourages me. I'll eat the tomatoes, uh. but. Um, now, we're going to be talking a lot about the, uh, the Top Tomato Contest, but we're also going to take your questions, if you have any other gardening questions, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Please, as always, you can come on down here to Millburgers, 1604 and Balverde Road. And um, I don't have my note in front of me, but the nursery is open until 5 today. Yeah. Or is it 6 today and 5 tomorrow? I don't know. Well, just come on down here yeah. now. You don't have to worry. Come on down here now. And if you do have a question that you would like to ask of Jerry or Calvin, you can come on over. We're kind of towards the back from the main entrance, right near where the uh, the tomato judging is going yeah. on. You can come back here, and hopefully, hopefully, maybe we will get uh, some of the winners on the yeah, air here a little bit a, later. Yeah, this is a key time uh, in your landscape, too. Uh, the young... Uh, Young hummingbirds are off the nest. You can tell the population at your feeders and at your zinnia bed and have just jumped. Everybody's less territorial, and there's just numbers there. The purple martins are feeding their young now, so they're out, they're out there uh, wiping out your your uh, butterfly population. you got both of them, but that's uh, all right. We'll sacrifice a few butterflies for the martins because later in the summer, uh, they'll go, their populations will jump back up. And then uh, all those hot weather plants here are starting to bloom up. This right. Okay, here's an example right here. Or, or, uh, yeah, here's the zinnias and uh, esperanza in the same, that same uh, wagon there. Yeah, somebody, somebody came up here and asked why the, uh, their uh, new gold lantana is laying down, is laying, is staying close to the ground. I said, that's what New Gold Lantana is supposed to do. It's supposed oh, it's to be New Gold. Tra- it's uh, trailing. New Gold Lantana. I was thinking yeah, I was thinking Esperanza. No, it's trailing. Yeah. Hey, look who just stopped by. Trace. Trace. From Millburgers Landscaping Do you know why that New Gold Lantana is staying close to the ground, Trace? Well, it was originally supposed to be that way. <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> now, it's pretty My, Mine's about three feet tall. Oh, yeah. It's been in the ground for... It's, 30 years. It's versatile, though. <laughs> though I've got it mine on, on the outside of the fence. It, it, it thinks nothing of just going up to the fence and up over the Yeah. Too. It's kind of a climber if it's given and, something and, to climb on. And it's an aggressive grower, so don't hesitate to yeah. chop it back if you need oh, to. Oh, they say it was blooming. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm always amazed at people what when they, what they have to complain about when they, when they, they, they say, "Oh yeah, it's full of bloom." So Trace, besides the top tomato contest yes. today, what else is going on here that people can take advantage of when well, they come down to the we, nursery? We just finished the uh, adult seminar with David, and uh, we had quite a few people take advantage of that. They learned all about the Texas superstars and. These uh, two are the Texas superstars, aren't they? Uh, no. No, okay, I've mistaken. I'm sorry. Used to be. They, they would, be. They would wilt in the sun. <laughs> These plants thrive in the sun. Oh. Which, which, which is why we're under shade, because we don't want the guys to be wilting in the sun. What, what is it when a star burns out of a nova or a nova? Uh, supernova? Super, we supernova. You supernova, yeah. You still got a little trail, yeah. There, but it's this is going downhill. Big right we time, thought big time. We thought Mary, uh, the, the Milton was hard to, to uh, get I'm along. The, with. I'm, I'm the worst. He's got lots of time to think up zingers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got like two, three, sometimes two, three months in between. I can think up stuff with these guys. Uh, but uh, so, it was a great, great show. Lots good. of people learned uh, learned what to do and how to take care of these plants, growing them in pots, how to water them right. Um, all these plants perform wonderfully here, assuming they're treated correctly. <laughs> Just like anything. So, what are some of the, some of the great uh, some of the specials that people can get this weekend? Well, uh, the plant of the weekend is actually one of the uh, one of the specials. Is that right? Yes, it is. It's a superstar. Uh, well, no, it's one of the one of the uh, one of the it? advertised specials is the plant of the weekend. It's uh, oh, oh, oh. Lynn's Legacy Ooh. Texas Sage. Yeah, then blue. A lot oh, of people are not. And, and, and for Milton purposes, there are some blooms on them. Okay. Just, uh, just so y'all know. Yeah, and I think most, uh, most people out there have noticed that uh, the uh, that the uh, Sanizo is blooming up a storm, and uh, doesn't seem to be any rain in the forecast. We can't uh, quite figure that out. It's raining somewhere. That's Milton. I'm, I'm going to answer for Milton. It's raining somewhere. <laughs> and I got smart answers. I think he's the king of smart answers. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's uh, we want. That's that's a good example of uh, a Millburger bringing in plants from other states to uh, when we when we have a good one like that. And uh, I, I bet y'all the only one nursery in town I'm, that has it. I wouldn't be shocked. But they're borrowing from Arizona, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, Arizona. Yeah. yeah. Now they're they're superior in, in some ways. I mean. A lot of you listeners remember about five years ago when Jerry and I and Milton were out there at the uh, Botanical Gardens. No, Mitchell Lake. Mitchell Mitchell Lake, Lake. yeah, Mitchell Lake. And we were raving about this plant with the blue flowers on it. (laughs) Took us a while to figure out it was this Lynn Lowry variety of uh, Sinisa because the blue was so beautiful. Yeah. uh, uh, Solid. Yeah. And it was covered with hummingbirds and butterflies. Um, but it what what is it, uh, Trace? It's just a little. Is it uh, just harder to the sell or harder to get it in the blooming in the container or what's the deal? Why is it? Uh, well, the nurses say, uh, at least the, the wholesale nurses say, they they had been used to growing the compact Sinisa. Uh, in fact, I think uh, Color Spot had a patent on it. But uh, then when uh, this uh, Leg Ly- uh, uh, Lynn, Lowry, Lynn Lowry Legacy came along, 
they've made up excuses that it didn't look good in a container or that uh, it, it grew. Uh, I hate that when they don't look good in a container. They're just spectacular once yeah, you're in the yeah, landscape. Yeah. Well, that's, if they don't sell, if they don't look good in a container, they don't sell, do they? No, no, sir, they do not. And so uh, so they quit, they quit growing them out of color spot, and uh, the... Uh, uh, we we stumbled on these out in uh, Arizona uh, just a month or so ago, I think. Uh, last year this time. Last actually. year this time, you yeah, all stumbled we, on we, we got them in last year, too. And uh, I, I guess it's so hot out there that they grow a more compact plant out there. Somebody was saying that in Phoenix it was 112 yesterday. Yeah. In yeah. about like noon their time. Yeah. So it's already getting like that. And they can they can take that kind of temperature. Mm-hmm. So anyhow, this is a this is a special sunizo, and, and and that's a neat plant for our landscapes anyway. It's uh, you know basically a native plant and uh, and not the most not the easiest to manage. It's just like this bloom. We don't know exactly when that's going to bloom, but no. uh, either before or after the rain. And yeah, uh, we're not making any claims on that. But it's it's pretty invincible when it comes to drought. So yeah. it's a, once it's, full it's sun. established, that's yeah, right. full sun plant. And but this I, this one, I, I think Jerry agrees with me and Trace that uh, this is a superior variety. That, it's, uh, it's great in the landscape. Is, yeah, out. came out of uh, found by Lynn Lowry in uh, Monterey, Mexico. You got a, oh, like against a wall. That's the way it was at Mitchell Lake. It was against a wall, full sun, kind of, kind of a slope. Mm-hmm. Just a hot sun beating down on the thing, and hard, to, hard to beat. Uh, plus, it would fit, fit right in to fill some space in your butterfly garden, and uh, the hummingbirds like it too. Yeah, and that blue flower is what's so spectacular to me, because the, the other ones are purple. The standard needs a purple. Now, the only thing that doesn't seem to like it much are the deer. The deer don't seem to eat it. So the deer won't eat it. No, not that I can't. The, they won't eat. It. Not in my landscape. They don't <laughs> the eat it. The Denise won't eat. So we're talking about um, hot temperature plants that are good for down here. What are some of the more popular ones here at Millburgers? Oh, uh, Esperanzas, Vitex. Um, desert willows, poinsettias, lantanas, hibiscus, crepe myrtle, duranta even, duranta, tapioca. Um, there's a whole slew of them. Have and you got proud of Barbados or, I, or I, I Montana? Do. I do. Are they out there? Yes, sir. And uh, the pride of Barbados in my neighborhood continue to be. To escape the deer, the deer this year are not eating them at all, and that was the case last year. For a number of years, uh, I declared that the deer ate them, and they used to, as far as I remember, they used to eat them in our neighborhood, but not bothering them, even even though it's this kind of droughty weather. You'd yeah. think they might, you know, they're looming up a storm, and deer are ignoring them. Fawns everywhere. And we still got peppers, right? Uh, we still have Real some peppers. Real gold peppers. Yes, sir. We do. Okay, now. This is it. And we also have that Baskets of Fire, which is a 2018 Texas Superstar. Oh, is it really? I even, I have, I even have it in baskets. 
All right. As well as little pots. Baskets of fire and baskets. Yes, that's that's a new thing. <laughs> is that a is that a, a pepper you're talking about? Yeah, yes. it's a yeah. little Oh, well, isn't that well? We didn't tell Barry about that. That's a tradition that the new, new guy always tastes that pepper that we have is now I, I think i think yeah, is there a doctor in the house um yeah if there's if there's a doctor come on over because as soon as i eat that thing somebody else trace you're gonna have to be hosting the show with these guys because i'll be out i will be out i don't do peppers very well anymore that's that'd be my favorite thing next to tomatoes yeah see and i you know speaking of tomatoes i love tomatoes but i do not like a tomato in a sandwich like any sandwich, a hamburger, a regular sandwich, I could eat. I could eat cherry tomatoes like they're going out of style, and I can eat the tomato in a salad and I just not in a not in a sandwich. Huh. It's just too soggy for me. But by the looks well, of some hamburger, the sandwich. That's what I said. You can't have it in a hamburger. I can't have it in a hamburger. Oh, you can't, don't want it. In no, a when you go to one of the uh, hamburger places here, I won't mention their name, Waterburger. I always have to ask, please take the tomatoes off, and they look at me like, are you kidding me? And I say, I love tomatoes, but just not on my. Not on my burger. Okay. So, but I'm looking over at some of the tomatoes that are um, at the table, and some of them are looking like really, really good. And I can see everything kind of going, starting to get organized over there. Did when, you, see the, did you see those couple of really big ones on the yeah, end? Yeah, I sure did. I'm gonna go get them after. He, he was here at 10:30. Yeah, it was like <laughs> waiting and waiting. To I see. see I see my cherry tomatoes right there. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. see them right there. So yeah. we're. Where's that? I see. Uh, Right here at David. I see David's uh, fiance there, but I don't see David. Is he hiding now? Well, oh, a, there he's he is. He's that guy with that squint. He must be behind. That yeah. squint going on over uh, there. Yeah, he's look. over there. He's got a hat on so that he, you can't recognize. That's probably the safe thing for a judge. Tomato All conscious. All right, we're going to take our first break of the afternoon. It's Top Tomato Day here at Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 in Balverde Road. We're going to take your questions, of course, uh, for the next um, hour and a half uh, at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Come on back. We've got more Millburgers Gardening coming up right after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio, and with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Like Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells, you've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies and hummingbirds, and it's on sale in the 12-inch pot for $19.88. Millburgers has Lynn Legacy Sinisa on sale, Texas Sage, and this Texas Superstar is absolutely beautiful. In the 5-gallon container, it's now just $17.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Zinnias. This Texas Superstar is gorgeous, and it's on sale for just $0.98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. You can choose from Lantana, Vitex, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. We'll see you there. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. 
Keep your business safe with a surveillance package from Surveillance Solutions that includes an eight-channel network video recorder and eight HD cameras. This package normally goes for $8,955. The marketplace price is just $6,000. Find out more by clicking the Surveillance tab on the Marketplace page. At 930amtheanswer.com. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Quality Organic Products, just about a quarter mile outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road. And when you find Quality Organic Products, open today till 2 o'clock, by the way, you'll find the place that landscapers go to to get the quality products they need for every job they do. Now, what does that mean? That means you'll find soils, composts, mulches, granite, river rock, the finest quality in San Antonio, the kind they trust because their livelihoods depend on it. It also means that you'll get a little better price at Quality Organic Products, too. So, what can you do? Well, first, go to QualityOrganicProducts.com. Find out all the great stuff they have. Or if you're ready to do a project today or Monday, you can give them a call at 210-651-0200. 210-651-0200. Or Go by today. They're open till 2. Quality organic products just about, well, maybe less than a quarter mile outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road. Tell Todd and the gang over there at Quality Organic Products hi from everybody at Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Homeowners, you know all too well, in San Antonio, we get damaging hail. That hail can wreck not only your roof, but other parts of your home. Did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Higgendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hegendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985. And the incredible results speak for themselves. But check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see miraculous transformations and read testimonials of happy customers. So if your deck, fence, or patio is damaged by hail, call Deck and Patio Care. Right now at 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com. Let's face it, we love Alexa and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it too when she finds us, but she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick on uh, wedding assignment today. He is uh, going to be back tomorrow with you. But I have the pleasure, and I have to say this, I think three times during the show, I have the pleasure of sitting here with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, who have been doing this for what about 20 years, something like that. 22, so, I think. I want to. I hear here's something. You know, we we t- we say it's Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I always tell people, I oh, well, you know, I live in South Texas. Well, no, you don't. You live in San Antonio. South Texas is like this is South Texas, right? South Central. Yeah, because I it's like I've been hearing that I've been down here for 24 years. Well, it's not really South Texas. Yeah, it is. I, I will well, say it depends. South Texas. Yeah, it depends on your. Like there's sometimes no sometimes we it depends on what, who we're writing for or giving a presentation to. Sometimes it's Central Texas, 
if you're, you know, because it seems like it seems like we're right on the line of where it could be South Central Texas. But I'm saying it's Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, and that's the way it's going to be. That's the way it's that's the way it's going to be. And if you'd like to be a part of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, give us a call now at two one zero. 308-8867, or if you would like, you can come on down to Millburgers. It's uh, top tomato time. You can come on down here, and they're judging right now. Uh, Millburgers is at 1604 and uh, Verde Road. It's just real simple. Look at are. that. Look at that, Barry. See that intensity in that judging. Uh, I know. It's just like they're all gathered around. They're, they're, they're yeah. huddled around. They're just they're just trying to trying to, to impact those judges without actually saying anything. Just the, you can feel that. They're just like they're just, their, their, uh, you can you, you can eyes. see you can see the stare, you can see the stare in their eyes. It's like okay, that's mine. You better be judging that thing properly. There you go. So, but yeah, the uh, top tomato judging is going on right now. Hopefully, if things work out, we may get a winner or two to come on the air a little bit uh, later. And like I said, come on down, uh, Millburgers uh, Landscape and Nursery. And the folks that don't win, quite often they'll throw their tomatoes at us. <clears throat> really? Oh, okay, can um, I'll make sure you guys catch, catch them. one so we can, so we eat, can it. eat it. Like, that's hey. why you can throw all the tomatoes you want, at you want. Just let's catch them and not, like, hit something. <laughs> you know, that, that, was a, uh, that was a kind of a sensitive topic, was it, three years ago or so. Uh, if You know, what uh, those tomatoes, when do they become... Somebody else's property. When we're kind of clean up at the top for the top tomato, there's a whole bunch of tomatoes left over. So one year we just divided them up for the volunteers that were here, and then of course some people came back later and said, "Where's my tomatoes?" And everybody that, pointed. That happened one year. Yeah, everybody pointed to everybody else. <laughs> so now the rule is, if you're not there, they become the property. I guess basically they could become the property of the contest even. There's a little sign that says they have to pick them up by 1 o'clock, I think. And if they don't pick them up, they come to the host of Millburgers Garden. My favorite trio has already been voted out. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Really? Uh Uh-oh, that's no good. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so we'll we'll keep you updated on how um, how the voting is going. Come on down. Millburgers Landscape and Gardening, or Nursery, sorry, is at 1604 on Belverde Road. If you're on 281, you're going north on 281, go... um, is that east on 1604? Yeah, 1604 east, and then come to Balverde Road. If you're going on 35, well, you go on 1604 until you hit Balverde Road. We're right here across from It's not a Valero anymore. It's a different gas station. I think Circle it's a Cir- K. Circle K Circle now. K. So that's changed since I've been here before. But if you have any questions, you can either call or you can stop on by because I've got the experts who will answer those questions. Now, it's Top Tomato Saturday, but it's also uh, Milberg's is a center of uh, butterfly attracting Really? Gardening too, and uh, you are looking for uh, porter weed. There's three or four different kinds of porter weed here in bloom. Uh, that pink, and there's that purple now, which is a great Be- one. Besides looking pretty, butterflies beneficial for anything besides what they 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 look really nice. I I never really knew why what the attraction was to butterflies. No, they have no use. They're just nice to look at. They're, yeah, they're not. Nice mm-hmm. I think that. What do you you like? Uh, concrete and cyclone fences? Is that your favorite thing? Yeah, that's pretty much it, yeah. They have been pollination. I'm just messing with Calvin. Um, I thought I'd get a rise out of him. I mean, he's just... Uh, he's, yeah, so... Um, they have, yeah, they have I, a pollination. Yeah, and I was going to argue that it's a, you know, of course, any any kind of uh, plant or animal that, that is part of the 
of the natural history of an area is important, and then being attractive is important. You, all you got to do is uh, uh, view the the emotion that gardeners have gardeners have with their garden and how much they get involved. Oh, yeah. To, to know that just just being involved with nature is important, and butterflies are part of that. Now and you, then, of course, pollination as Jerry said is very important. And you were talking earlier, and I know Jerry wants to get into Calvin's article in the Express News today. You were talking earlier about deers. They're not. I think maybe it was uh, you, Calvin, was talking about the deers aren't touching some of the plant. What makes a deer go? Yeah, I don't like that. Or yeah, I like that. Do you? Is there any rhyme or reason, or is this? Yeah, like, there's there's tannins in some plants in the leaves. A uh, good example is uh, a firebush. Firebush, and uh, there's a compound in the leaves. I, I don't know what the compound is in vinca, but deer won't touch vinca, vinca periwinkle. But but you also notice, as firm as Jerry is in giving that explanation, that we we all always have a tendency to hedge a bit because the minute we say something like that, somebody calls us up. You know. My big deal is iris. The deer don't eat iris. And yeah. They'll call and say, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> if, if you're new to the San Antonio area, especially the city of San Antonio, we've got deer all over the place. Um, what's over here? Hollywood Park? Isn't Hollywood Park a big Oh, yeah. A big that, area that for deer? That was the original deer. When I, when I moved down here like 24 years ago, I'm driving along. It's like San Antonio Concrete City. I look at one place, and it's like businesses. And next thing, here's some deer. It's like, uh, when, when did I all of a sudden turn into like the wilderness here? It's great. But, uh, yeah, I expect a lot of deer. If you're if you're new to San Antonio, there's deer everywhere. Well, and then, then again, we want to remind everybody there's butterflies and birds everywhere, too. This is a marvelous city, a big city, a lot of jobs. Uh, fun place to live, culturally active, um, but it's also one of the best places to live in terms of uh, uh, the environment and birds and butterflies, and uh, of course the deer are an important part too. So, so again, jump on the phones if you've got a question. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. I have a question that I want to ask our listeners to call in and tell us why. We don't have very many entries in the top tomato yeah. contest. Is it the heat? Yeah, I, I need to know why you didn't enter. It was it was the contest too early, and your tomatoes are green, because we have a green tomato category. When was but the contest normally held in the past? What time of the about year? About two weeks from now. Oh, okay. Toward the end. Does that makes that much of a difference. Oh yeah, some yeah. years. Yeah. Some years, but like I said. You're never going to please everybody because some people have already, uh, like Calvin was saying, he's harvested a lot of his tomatoes yeah, already. I'm, not, I'm, I'm even debating, I'm thinking about pulling pulling the plants. Wow! Because you you are early. Because you uh, you know if you've got if you've got most of the fruit off, uh, and the plants are affected by the heat, you got a little, you got some spider mites. Oh started. yeah, yeah. Yeah, to just you may as well pull them and then get ready to replant at the end of July. So, end so end of June is pretty much it for tomato season. Right, right. Okay. Now, other than the cherry tomatoes, now they'll keep struggling through the mm-hmm. through the conditions. Their skin will get tougher, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't mind the tough skin. And the uh, that's because you're not an Olga person with dentures. And oh, I stuff. got I got some teeth that are wiggly, so that's kind of <laughs> <a> watch race. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, they don't want to like those kids on that, uh, between that down there, between that dentures. There's nothing like a cherry tomato that just pops in your mouth when you eat it. That's the best part of that. I'm now. I'm, now I want to get some cherry tomatoes over here. There you go. Yeah. Well, I, I'm debating now for uh, for years and years and years. I argue, argued that BHN 968 is the best, but I'm uh, at, at least the. Uh, Ruby Crush is on the same in the same league with that. Yeah, so. as far as production is concerned, and I like the taste. So oh, okay. I, I always, you know, of course, I I, I don't like having to pick cherry tomatoes because you get <laughs> you may you may as well get a put a tent out there and uh, spend a lot of time because they're very productive. He used to make his old mother, his dear old mother <laughs> yeah, pick them. It was great. Really? She, she was in a wheelchair. And, what are you doing? And he would roll her out there and, and leave her out there because she picked up the chair to make. Oh, she she loved it in there. She she liked that. She, oh, yeah, she the loved joke. it. I'm sure she did. The joke, though, too, you know. I'd, if somebody come to visit her, I'd say, I don't know. Did I, did I bring her back in for a uh, tomato? It's like, <laughs> man, she's been out there for like three hours. We should go find her. <laughs> Uh, but wow. she, she loved those cherry oh, tomatoes. She was just like when you got you got a, a peach orchard, which I had for a number of years. Uh, you uh, at first when you hire somebody, you don't you know you don't want them to eat your best peaches. Uh, then you pretty much figure out that after about one day of eating all the peaches they can, they're done. To eat. You just let them eat them, and then um, <laughs> and then they'll and that's what happened. Always my mother, she would just eat and eat and eat, and then. Next thing you know, she just had enough. Uh, <laughs> well, that's just, it's the same. I uh, when I was growing up, we had a old, had a huge raspberry bush oh, on, our, on, our, yes. on our in our yard practically, and that's my good. mom would go out there and say, "Okay, pick our dessert, and whoever, which one of the four kids would have to do it that day." You'd go out there and it'd be like, a "Couple for the bucket, one for me, a couple for the bucket, a couple more uh, for me," and then by the time you walk in, you have a half a bucket. You go, "Well, where's other?" It's inside. I'm full. Uh, <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I saw somebody out here when I drove in out in the in the parking lot there. Fredericksburg Peaches. They got a, a peach stand. Oh yeah, out there. Fredericksburg Peaches. That good? I've never. I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, oh gosh, get yeah. out of here. Well, I can. I'll, I will at like two o'clock when the show's okay. over. Okay. No, I've never. I don't think I've ever had. They're the best. Really? They're very oh, good. Oh yeah. Now, uh, especially at this time of the year. Yeah. Now I was a little surprised though. Uh, uh, Bart. Uh, and, and his wife, they, they picked uh, some peaches out there at Marburgers, and I expected them to be the uh, um, red skin. And yeah, and then, but they were still cling. They were, they were oh, they cling this yeah, late? Yeah, they were very tasty, but they were still cling. That was surprised me quite a bit. All right, well, we've got a, a caller on the line. Ronnie is on the line. Ronnie, uh, thank you, and uh, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Oh, thank you. My question is about, uh, I have some tomatoes, they get bright red, and you're ready to eat them, and you cut them open, and there's some green inside. What yeah, that? that's, that's, that's the heat, the hot weather does that. Uh, they, they ripen from the inside. A tomato ripens from the inside out. And so uh, your, green, your green is along that, uh, along that inner inner stem or whatever, right? Yeah, kind of where the stem uh, stem uh, attached and mm-hmm. down downward into the tomato. But uh, I think that's a, a 
a condition of uh, hot temperatures. And some varieties seem to be more inclined to do that. Right, than absolutely, and especially those big, big varieties. Yeah, and it depends on how, what your soil's like and how much you water them and all, all kinds of stuff contribute to that, too. What what variety is it? Uh, celebrity. Oh. <laughs> I got six celebrity plants, and, you know, most of them don't have that problem, but there's just a couple of them that have been like that. That possibly could be, uh, since you say that, that possibly could be a virus. Uh, oh, yeah? Any, any, uh, yeah, it could be a virus. If it's just one or two plants that are having that, showing that situation, are the, are the, do the leaves look normal or are they kind of distorted? No, they look pretty normal to me. Is, are, it, is, are the plants showing that? Are they the same size as the other plants? Uh, yes. Yeah, they're all about okay. the same. Okay. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just I'm just saying it could be weather. It could be it could be a light case of virus. So yeah, maybe it doesn't hurt. Go ahead and eat them anyway. Oh right? yeah, there's, there's no problem with them. So um, maybe I should put some kind of insecticide uh, no, on them. No, there's no, nothing you can do to avoid that. And uh, Jerry, you you heard his little catch in his voice because. Celebrity is uh, notorious for being unaffected by yeah. weather and those kind of things, too. So it's our kind of our old, reliable, doesn't always have the most production, doesn't always have the biggest fruit, biggest fruit but uh, seems to be year in, year out, spring, fall, it seems to be one of the most reliable ones around, least affected by our varying climate change. Yeah, that and ty- Tycoon, but we can't get those no more. Yeah, we don't like tycoon anymore. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> but tycoon, tycoon uh, did that. Because tycoon is huge, was huge this spring. I mean, big, large-sized fruit, and it struck me as being a little, getting a little knobbly. Knobbly? Oh uh, well, you know, jo- uh, some, no- oh, yeah, okay. some joints in there and things. And yeah. Just, Oh, and then that's where you get sometimes you see a little of that greening in those in those edges. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but, I don't uh, like tycoon for that reason. Yeah. <laughs> he's 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 taking that tack because it's <laughs> no longer going to be available on the market. So it's, <laughs> it's easier to badmouth it than it is to say, and, and, "Aren't you going to miss it, everybody?" <laughs> and people people are saying. That Parsons took that took that off the market because he was, he was yeah. having bad situations. He must be powerful or something. Oh, I think we're going to get some of the winners here from the top tomato. Hey, Ronnie, do you have another question, or was that uh, the answer you were looking for? Yeah, that was the answer I was looking for. Well, y'all have a good yeah. day. Did, right. you, did you have Tycoon and it didn't show the symptom? Oh, yeah, years, last year or year before. I only but you had didn't have Tycoon this year. Oh, uh, they didn't have them at ATB. <laughs> well, you quit. They're not supposed to have tomato plants at ATB. Quit it. <laughs> All right, Ronnie. Thank you very much for your call. Now, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to we're going to take it. We're going to take a break. Billy, stay on the line because we'll come back to you in just a minute. Uh, you're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. 
That's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio. And with Texas Superstar plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. A Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells. You've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies and hummingbirds, and it's on sale in the 12-inch pot for $19.88. Millburgers has Lynn Legacy Sinisa on sale, Texas Sage, and this Texas Superstar is absolutely beautiful. In the five-gallon container, it's now just $17.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Zinnias. This Texas Superstar is gorgeous, and it's on sale for just $0.98 cents each in the four-inch pot. You can choose from Lantana, Vitex, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. We'll see you there. This is Dennis Prager. When it comes to your home, math is your friend. Well, Math and Sergio Martinez would help you sell. If you're buying or selling a home, I suggest you call Sergio, a 20-year licensed real estate professional. Help you sell doesn't charge you the traditional 6%. When you sit down with Sergio, he'll show you exactly how their low set fee program will save you money. Let's do the math. The difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. But did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service and marketing? Probably not. Same service, thousands saved. It just adds up. Help You Sell is the clear choice in San Antonio and the Hill Country. And you know how I feel about clarity, so call 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. To find out how much you can keep in your pocket, call 210-693-0305 to get a free home evaluation and market analysis. 210-693-0305 for Help You Sell. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Spider-Man Pest Control. Listen, if you are trying to get rid of mosquitoes in your yard, but you don't want to spray. If you want to use a successful system that's used at Disney World, Spider-Man Pest Control can help you. Now, I'm going to give you kind of the breakdown of the system, but I'm going to tell you that I I talked to Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control just this week, and the system is going gangbusters. Folks are having lots of success. They like the approach. They like the price. It's just working on all levels. So in just a moment, I'm going to give you the number for Spider-Man Pest Control where you can call and learn more about the system. But what it basically does, it's a sophisticated system that mosquitoes fly into, They get a little bit of this uh, dust on them that ends up killing them. But before it does that, they fly out and they land in different areas of the yard, right? And when they do, other mosquitoes land on the stuff that they leave behind, that powder, and it kills them too. So it does a great job for about the same price as spraying, and it's used by the folks at Disney World, and they love it. Spider-Man Pest Control, call them at 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 to find out more, and check them out at GoSpiderManPest.com. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Can't we just go to this? Do we have to steal stuff? Yes. In the movie Ocean's 8, Debbie Ocean, the sister of the legendary but now deceased con man, Danny Ocean, has dreamed up what she considers to be the biggest con that New York City has ever seen. This is yet another heist tale in a franchise of Ocean's flicks that started way back in 1960. But for all of its criminal gal ensemble swagger, There are far more reasons to skip this pilfer pick than there are to see it. There's foul language, boozing, and light sensuality in the mix, and a bunch of talented actresses with nothing much to do. So I'll give Ocean's 8 just a a 2.5 out of 5 for family friendliness. For the full review, be sure to check out PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Jake Robertson for Focus on the Families, Plugged In. (laughs) 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. I'm Barry Besson for Milton Glick today, and it's a it's a big day here at Millburgers. It's the top tomato contest, and right now uh, some of the uh, people who won and placed second are getting their pictures taken here just right in front of us. So uh, hopefully we will be able to talk to some of the winners as after they get their their pictures taken. Uh, you can uh, we uh, Billy, if you are still listening, please give us a call back, and we'll get you right up front on the line. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So there's nobody on the line. Nobody on the line. Who and, uh, do we have? We got a winner here. Um, I think our our cherry tomato winner just kind of walked away. He yeah. he's over. He's he he's over there. We're gonna we're gonna try to bring them up here, and uh, so uh, we'll get back to the calls. We'll get back to uh, uh, talking about uh, gardening. Here, here comes our cherry tomato winner right now, sir. Uh, congratulations! Tell us uh, your name and uh, what you just w- received. What, what you just won? Uh, my name is Josh. Uh, my name is Josh, and I got uh, first on the cherry tomatoes with a ruby crush. All right. Well, tell tell us about how did you pick the ruby crush, and then how did it perform? Well, I always like to try the the, the newer stuff, and and I planted it last fall, and it did well. Um, I usually grow uh, the BHN 968 and, and always a Sweet 100 or something like that, but the I think the Ruby Crush did as well as any of those. I really like it. Yeah, I was uh, telling Jerry that I always swear for years for the BHN 968, but the, the Ruby Crush is kind of growing on me a little sweeter than the, the BHN 968, and I, I guess it depends on the mood you're in. If you want a little more acid tomato or if you want a sweeter tomato that uh, right. you better have somebody to give them to you're gonna have plenty of extra. <laughs> yeah you gotta have a higher part-time help to help you keep them uh picked That's right. <laughs> how large did it for the plant get um it wasn't near as big as the the bhn 968 or a sweet 100 right. it, was, it was a smaller plant but just, just as many tomatoes probably uh-huh well no but that's they're i was going to say notorious but it's well it's known for being a determinate small tomato plant real good selection for uh, containers we think are well, you an aggie yes sir there you go see <laughs> even the aggies can grow our yeah, can grow <laughs> tomatoes well congratulations <laughs> sounds right, good sir. thank you for dropping by all right now we're still yes, getting see. some pictures taken and uh, Ooh, is that the what is so we're we're just getting some of the pictures taken. I, that must be one, the big tomato winner right that's, there. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I would. That's I think the big average. tomato winner because yeah, that's a huge tomato. Those are three tomatoes. Three? Yeah, that's the. I think that's the regular. Large. That's a large tomato. The big. It's not the weight one though. But the, no. oh, there's one that's done by weight and size. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, let's see. While they're getting pictures taken, maybe Where's we it? here. Well. Is there somebody on the line? Is there? Yeah, we can. We've got actually. Uh, Kevin is on the line. Kevin, uh, thank you for calling Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How can we help you this afternoon? Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Hey, I just have um, two quick questions. Um, <clears throat> my garden is not um, enjoying the heat so much anymore. I think it's time to pull the squash and and tomatoes out. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Well, I'm with you. Um, yeah, uh, the, I didn't even grow squash this uh, this spring, uh, but uh, my tomatoes I, I think are at uh, kind of at the end of the season too, you know. And you can always leave them in for a while longer. You maybe get a few more, but uh, 
if you got any kind of spider mites, if they're reacting negatively to the heat, this is not a bad time to pull them. The other thing is the pressure from uh, the birds and the uh, squirrels and uh, and especially spider mites are is strong now. So that's another that kind of moves you to let's take those plants out and then just get ready for our, our fall planting, which we'll plant in July sometime. Do you think it's uh, too late to plant okra? I'm sorry? Is it too late to plant okra? Oh, no. No, no. no. It's right on the time, right on the money for fall okra. All right, cool. And and then, Jerry, I'll let you know, I've got one of the rodeo tomatoes. It did really good this year. I mean, it produced a lot of fruit, but actually the the, uh, fruit is just finally ripening. Uh, The plant has... At least a dozen or so um, tomatoes on them. They're they're nice tomatoes, but yeah. uh, they've been green. Yeah, they've been green for about at least six weeks. Oh, good. Well, that's that's good news to hear. We appreciate you yeah. giving us that report. All right. All Thank right. you very much, Kevin. Have a Thank have you a guys. Good rest of your day. Uh, we have open lines now at 210-308-8867. Wow. 210. Wow. Wow. That thing is huge. You can you can feed uh, you could feed a whole bunch of people with that. Hi there. How are you? Hi. Hi now what's going on here? How are y'all doing today? We're this doing is, good. This is Mary and uh, I'll remind everybody we have a kids class coming up at the end of the month with the Birds of Prey from Last Chance Forever. That's a local chair, uh, local group. Been in saving the birds for a while. The eagles are birds of prey. They bring them all the ones that cannot be rehabilitated to the wild. Uh, Plus, they the have show. a wonderful education program. It's just gorgeous too. Good and, show. And we have the best venue for it because those big trees. They love coming here to show off the birds in those big trees. Well, does that mean? Uh, well, I guess that's consistent with the fact that sometimes the birds do not go back with the. That happened here once. They, yeah, they had oh, to, yeah, I remember yeah, that. That was, I heard about that. Yeah, because <laughs> last chance that. folks would come every day for a while, and then they'd be trying, trying to, to fi- finally the hawk or whatever it was, uh, all right, I'm tired of chasing food. I'll go home with the, yeah. with the last chance folks. So. And boy, everybody is welcome. This class is open venue. Everybody could learn about the birds and, and help us uh, with the endangered wildlife, and we just—they're just awesome. People. More, more information on the what uh, this website on the yeah on the Last Chance Forever website. You're or, talking about or ours, on yeah, ours too. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, information on. It's from 10 a.m. to 11, the last Saturday of the month. All right, thanks, Mary. All right, thank you very much, Mary. Um, we're just getting some more pictures taken with some of the uh, winners and uh, people who placed in the different categories. For the top tomato, just saw that huge tomato here. Um, just a, just a few seconds ago, we're gonna get we're gonna try to get another uh, winner here as soon as he gets uh, some of the stuff set here. Two ten, three zero eight, eighty eight, sixty seven. Do you have here you have time now that you've, you've racked up all these blue ribbons here and checks and? Well, I came up one short. Oh yeah, no, gosh, <laughs> maybe next year. So which which categories did you win? Uh, the regular tomato and the grand champion. Cool. And uh, what were your what tomatoes were they? Sunbright. Sunbright, the rodeo tomato this year. Yeah. Sunbright, you can picture it. Yeah. Had a then and uh, 
Was it? It wasn't huge, was it? I mean, it was a kind of, they were uniform, but how, how how did they compare to other varieties? Or it's not not well, like well, I had I planted tycoon and and uh, red deuce and that tomato, and you're right, that was the smallest of the three, but they were they were pretty good size. Uh huh. And they were pretty. They were, I noticed they were pretty quick. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had a lot of fruit, good foliage on the on the plants. So that's cool. Uh, the color did are they are they at the end of their season now in your garden or? Yeah, I planted early. I, I put my tycoons in the first Saturday in March, mm-hmm. and then uh, Sunbright the next week, and uh, the uh, red deuce I couldn't find for a while, so we went in three weeks later. I so, pulled the tycoons two weeks ago. Yeah. And the Sunbright played out. I've got I picked up a virus late. And I just pulled it. Uh huh. What are you going to do now that the tycoon's no longer available? That, that, I don't know. That's that's a heartbreaker. That, Jerry's Jerry started a campaign to say <laughs> it wasn't all we accept, thought it was anyway. You know, we're, we're not losing anything. It's what know. we call sour grapes. Yeah. <laughs> Psychologists. Well, the uh, I tried to save the, the tycoons I had were. Really, you know, contest ready, nice, nice. But they came out of the garden too early. I tried putting them in the refrigerator, and they got all mushy. And yeah, yeah they didn't, that didn't work. So, well, that's part of it. If this, <clears throat> Jerry was seeking, was trying to get gather some information on this. If what would be the uh, for you? What would have been the ideal time to have this contest? Yeah, I mean, you won uh, you won the grand prize. I guess it's pretty now, uh, but they did pretty well. Ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, wow. But, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I was gambling. I, I, I admit that. I was, I was yeah. rolling the dice. And, but I only had to cover them once. And I'm, I'm North Central. Hmm. Uh, I think I have a little micro what thing you, going on. So are you got anything left in the, your tomato garden now, or are you going to pull them all out? Or? Uh, I've got uh, some uh, Juliet and some Ruby Crush, but... Again, they, they've got this virus. I went, I planted early. It's the first time in 30 years in that garden that I didn't I didn't have any blight at all. Right. We didn't have that much rain. Okay. Um, but I, I got cocky and didn't spray, and I think the white flies vectored something in on me. Yeah. They can do that. So that, yeah, that, that that's pretty that's interesting. Fall, when do you plant your fall crop then? Uh because I, I, I'm not going to plant tomatoes in the fall. Uh, you and Steve Brown, you, Steve never liked to plant. Well, I was doing it, but I've been gardening in the same plot for 30 years, and it's not that big, and it's just too much. I mean, it, it accumulates <coughs> too much disease, I think. So, oh, and are you saying you're getting old and you can't handle it anymore? Or? That too. Yeah, well, uh, you only won... Two of the top prizes in the top tomato contest. You're pretty, it looks like you're doing all right. I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's doing pretty good. Well, congratulations. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for dropping by. Thank you very you much. Bet. And uh, so we're coming oh, up. I'd like to oh. thank Millburgers and the gardening volunteers for putting this on. Okay. Right. Thank, thank you, you very much. Coming. Yeah. Thank we, you for entering. We couldn't have uh, done the contest without the good folks at uh, Millburgers and the gardening volunteers. And uh, we may get a, another winner or two coming up in uh, the next uh, 
Uh, and in the next hour, we're getting kind of to the end of this hour. So well, the uh, only one we didn't get was the uh, top. We didn't have top weight. And, like, and yeah. we didn't get we, the, did we hear um, who won the salad bowl. Oh yeah, who I saw that the little I, girl. Yeah, the little girl did. Oh. Remember, she, they were like right over right over here. But they, uh, um, but it was I think it, that big tomato. Holy, I you know it's radio, but this thing was huge. It's like a two hander. I wonder, Jerry, <laughs> did you see what variety it was? I think it was Big Zach. Oh, really? I don't know. One called Big Zach. Uh-huh. It was for, big for its bigness. Oh, that would be that's that's like four or five salads right there in that big tomato. Yeah. So uh, let's get some callers ready for the uh, for the next hour. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. You can also come on down here to Millburgers uh, Landscape and Nursery at sixteen oh four and Bulverde Road. And uh, all the butterfly plants are available. Uh, the zinnias, a good selection of zinnias. They're on sale, too, I think, still. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, of course, the mist flower, porterweed, and uh, lots of uh, two, uh, two different kinds of uh, uh, milkweed, the uh, tropical and uh, tuberosa. So everything you need for your butterfly garden is available here. It's uh, right here. Millburgers, 1604, and Balverde Road. Just have a couple of minutes before we get to the news break at the top of the hour. Uh, the nursery is open until I want to, I don't have my notes in front of me, so I forgot. Uh, I think it's open until 5 or 6. I think it's 6. I think it's 6 o'clock. That's pretty bad of me not to know that. But I think it's 6 o'clock tonight. And then they're open until 5 tomorrow. And um, the guys will be back with Milton tomorrow at noon on 9.30 a.m., the answer, but we still uh, got a whole hour left today. One whole hour left. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start talking about your article in in the uh, in the Express News. What today. if we don't want to? I don't think we have a choice because you know who has the newspaper. I in this have one. the paper. So you know he kind of is gonna. Well, he that. is the most uh, independent of all of us, so he <laughs> might just <laughs> he might just walk away and just talk about it to himself. Would, it's you, would good, you do that? It's a good article. See, it's a good article. I, so it's, it's, I write them. They're always good. It is loaded with uh, information. Every every sentence. Is, is more information. Is, is more information than you could probably comprehend. So we're going to break it down. Yeah. The article. The article. That's what it's going to be called. Not And it's the article in the San Antonio. <laughs> and this, this, this is probably a good time. You know, we're, we've just gotten into the drought restrictions, and that's what the article is about, drought restrictions. So we okay. can, between Jerry and I, we can uh, um, answer all the questions you have. And then if we don't know the answer, we'll confer with San Antonio Water System and learn what it is. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to come back here for another hour of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Get on the phones. we got all open lines right now. 210-308-8867. You can also come on down to Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Valverde Road and ask your questions of us live. It's Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here on 930 AM. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Bess, filling in for uh, Milton Glick. Milton is uh, at a wedding today, and Milton will be back tomorrow. So I'm uh, here with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm still disappointed I haven't got my doctorate yet. 
um, in in this. So I'm just still the uh, nurse practitioner, very oh, best. Right, right. Yeah. So, anyways, but um, Calvin's going to be uh, walking back here after checking out some of the great um, uh, tomatoes. In the uh, top tomato contest, we had a couple of the winners on. Thank you to everybody who came who came out to Millburgers and um, and uh, were a part of the contest. Um, 210-308-8867. That's how you can get on the phones right now. 210-308-8867. Or you can ask your questions live and in person at Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. And uh, we've been hyping this up as... Uh, the article of a lifetime that Calvin wrote in the San Antonio Express News. And, again, it's on the back side of the sports section. It's the best article he's ever written in his life. This better be good because oh, he is better be good. <laughs> or else, uh, you, you know, know. I, I would get excited about that, but then I know at Jerry's age he has a tendency to forget. Well, that's true, too. <laughs> What did you write about last week? See, what, <laughs> wait a minute. I can't remember. Wait a minute. Did, did we just have the tomato contest? Wait a minute here. So what's it? Uh, anyway, I, I, uh, if you haven't got, if you don't get a paper, or if you don't, if you don't get a, well, I guess you can get it on the internet. I think it's you? what is? It? Yeah. You get it on the internet. Yeah. 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 My, my San Antonio. My, yeah, myessay.com. I think is. Yeah, and you just myessay.com. Play with it a little bit, and you now, can find you, it. You yeah. can you can Google Dr. Calvin Finch, and will probably be one of the top things that pop up there on, on uh, your Google. So. But you can also get it at the. Uh, the corners, uh, Circle K or uh, Valero or uh, that that Saturday Sunday version. It's uh, the, the the Saturday article and Saturday Sports will be in there. So it's a good uh, if you if you want that. But uh, so what 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 was the uh, article about? Um, we kind of teased it a little bit about uh, the about the drought. Yeah, about uh, the use of water during the. Uh uh, water restrictions uh, that they put on, and basically, uh, Calvin indicates that most lawns will survive watering limits. Uh, and he he mentions in there even even St. Augustine in the sun can tolerate up to three weeks between irrigation episodes. Now, I have I have. Uh, uh, I guess it's Raleigh in the backyard and uh, floor tam in the front yard. And uh, they're brown and brittle, but they come back every year, uh, yeah. so even even if I don't water. So it's kind of like relatives; they'll come back every year, even though you don't want them. Yeah, but they they don't. They're not. It's not pretty. In other words, it's not a pretty dense uh, lawn like a lot of people like. Uh, but uh, it survives. It, it gives me gra- it gives me ground cover, so to speak. Now, if you got a nice uh, soil base, uh, you know, if you got six inches or more of soil, that really makes it, uh, it gives you a lot more flexibility. If you're if you're trying to grow that lawn on uh, yeah two inches of soil, like a lot of folks, and are, I am, that's tougher. And I, and I still say the best the best lawn for this area is uh, oak sprouts, because <laughs> <laughs> my my uh, even Floratown has browned out. It browned out because of the drought, but those oak sprouts are green as a gourd. You can see them right in the middle of the yard. Oh, wow. They're in the middle of the yard, and then the Asian jasmine. 
uh, if I do water, I water when the Asian jasmine uh, wilts a little bit. And uh, and that that thing mold it 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 stays green even when the the floor time is uh, is wilted. And you generally mow your Asiatic jasmine at pretty little like high. lawn. Yeah, 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 like a lawn, a high lawn, like a lawn. Yeah, and mow it every time we mow the lawn. So uh, that that don't don't cut those oak sprouts too much especially during these droughts because uh they'll give you some greenery in your lawn uh, let's see I'm, I'm looking for the one one comment that i love to calvin made in here and i, I read the whole article uh we used to, uh, oh let's let's see it talked it, it talked about water and trees uh Watering trees more often that had had not been established for for two years. You remember that line in there, yeah. Kevin? <coughs> we learned we learned that in two, 2011 yeah, before yeah, the drought. That uh, in our soils, with all that rock and uh, not the best soil, the root systems uh, don't don't spread very quickly. So you've got a limited root system to deal with the drought, and that means that you just got to give it some special attention. And that usually translates into watering at the base, right? Uh, right. Root ball. Because that's you basically watering that root ball until it uh, gets its uh, root system out into the into the soil. And when the soil is dry, especially when the subsoil is dry, uh, it uh, has it penetrates the, that subsoil. Uh, slowly, slower, slower than it would if in, in a moist uh, soil that it could penetrate, which makes sense. But uh, the uh, but those newly established and uh, most people say, well, that's newly established means that it's uh, I, we just planted it. Yeah, you just planted it, and two years later, it's still establishing its root system and some of those uh, like on a slope or in a difficult location are going to take even longer to, to develop they just uh, um, so you, you're going to watch them especially here it is I find it. it said treat plants less than two years in the ground and newly planted that's a good that's a good line there Kevin also watch for any sign of drying out of plants in stressful condition situations like slopes or parking lots. They may need supplemental water at the base, too. I think the main point in that article is that, that the drought restrictions allow us to cut, cut back on, on watering, save some water in the aquifer without really being uh, too much of a challenge to our landscapes. You know, our landscapes are not going to be ruined. Also, our economic activity in the in the city is not going to be uh, lessened because we're just putting a little less water on on the lawn. So you can you can go ahead and do that. The the other option, you know, the alternative is that we'd have to we'd have to have all those extra water resources then the only time we'd really use them would be during the uh, during a, a drought, and we'd have to pay for them the rest of the time. So it's a it's a kind of a need exercise, and it's one of the reasons that I am so proud of uh, 
dealing with the citizens of San Antonio and the leadership in San Antonio, and we developed these rules, it was a neat compromise, you know. we got to reduce the water use uh, when, when the aquifer's low, but we don't want to ruin our landscapes or limit our economic activity, and this is kind of a happy medium. And we there. really don't want to go to like a full xeriscape thing like I know in Arizona. Right. In Phoenix, we don't want to have to do something like that where it's xeriscaping, and it just, you know, it's fine, but it just, I always thought when I lived in Phoenix, it just looked like, I don't know, just like, it didn't look right. It just did not look right. <laughs> well, you know, mainly like, because they're, they landscape with ro- colored rocks out there. Yeah, pretty, it's pretty much, yeah. That's right, rocks, they yeah. do. I mean, in, in El Paso oh, especially. Oh, yeah. So are we, um, because I live in an apartment, so I'm not really... Are we in a str- uh, in any kind of uh, water restrictions right yeah, now? We are. Oh yeah. What are we in? What stage? Stage one. Stage one. So what does that mean? Once a week is basically it. Once a week it, on, a, on the. Now it's not just it's like you can use your sprinkler system or is it still hand watering? Well, no, you can uh, once a week you can use your sprinkler system between seven and and seven a.m. and eleven a.m. or between uh, seven p.m. and and eleven p.m. On the day uh, that your address indicates, oh. now uh, sauce you, can, you, can, you can do hand watering anytime, and that's Jerry and I talk about that a lot. Use your sprinkler system, and then if you got some areas that are kind of dry, almost all of our sprinkler systems don't apply water evenly as mm-hmm. we like. And then the other thing is our soil is so uneven that you got areas where they they just need a little supplemental water, and hand watering does it. You can even designate part of it. You know, here's Here's the area that I'm going to keep green, and then here's the area I'm going to let get a little browner. And uh, just to make it easier to, for me to, to now fulfill can, the, the drought restrictions. So um, SAWS has all this on their website. Um, where else can the people find out about where with the water restrictions, besides, like, listening to the to the news and, and, and whatnot? SAWS? And, yeah, they've been having it on the weather, most of the weather forecast, uh, uh, weather's. Yeah, where the yeah. And uh uh but uh saws dot org uh saw dot org, right? Yeah, 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 find it, yeah, that'll and be. Uh, that'll that'll carry you to a, a link to for water restrictions and, and it gives all the uh, gives all the uh And well and this I've, I've got this this deal stage one watering rules. On plantanswers.com, too. And then we'll, we'll probably have this article on Plant Answer soon. So. Yeah. So you can get this information as well, plantanswers.com. Right. But uh, really the best is to go to the saws. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it gives you all kinds of options there. And there, you know, you, know, you can even, if you have to, you could be, even be planting a new lawn. And, and But, you know, it's just this is a tougher time to do it. But there are some options that allow you to do that. The idea is to reduce water use, protect the endangered species and downstream interests, and uh, but also protect our landscapes and, and make it still possible to uh, continue to do our gardening in uh, San Antonio. 210-308-8867. Open lines right now, 210-308-8867. If you've got a question for uh, Dr. Calvin Finch or Dr. Jerry Parsons about anything to do with gardening, 
Now's the time, and you can also come on down to Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Balverde Road. And until 2 o'clock, you can uh, come on by the, towards the back of the nursery, and you can ask your questions live. And I want to know, I wanted to know uh, for you to call in and tell me why. Why you didn't enter the the tomato contest today? We had one of our winners, didn't you ask what would be the preferable time? And he said two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. But uh, see, that's he was early. Mm-hmm. He planted early. And he still won. He was like, wasn't he the grand champion? Yeah. Yeah, so he still yeah. won. Uh, so, <laughs> well, this would be the time. <laughs> and he, had, he, he won with the rodeo tomato. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Hey, sun bright, and nobody brought any over here yet. I have to investigate this. I know it. Uh, they made made they off. Didn't, they uh, didn't even throw them at you this year. I, I think the largest, the 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 largest tomato. I think he took his and went home. Yeah, you have to put it in one of the wheelbarrows or one of the wagons <laughs> here at Millburgers to take it back to his to his car. <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'd be interested in uh, knowing for for next year the timing on these things are. It's so crucial uh, whether we – I don't think we should have it earlier. I, th- I, th- I think this timing was – should have been about right. I think so, too. I mean, at least from However, my, uh, my garden it was. Some people said they had green tomatoes, but some people are pulling the tomato plants out. There, so Yeah, well, we've talked to – That's all them. sorts of – Yeah, some of, uh, some of the people that participated in the contest today are po- – or kind of in the same boat I am, where they're at at the end of their mm-hmm. main production, or maybe they have a one or two selections that are still yeah pushing fruit, fruit, but the main ones are are they've done their job and they're, they're ready for the compost pile. Another point we're gonna make um, now. I've got some spider mites on mine. If you got spider mites, it's good. It's not a good idea to put those just right in that. In that compost pile, right close to your garden. Yeah, yeah. Put that in a black paper in one of those garbage sacks and send it off to the to the garbage. Because you, uh, those spider mites have a a uh, tendency to find to, find to, their to, way back. Yeah, home. live and then find. Yeah, they're just looking for temporary housing, like a hurricane or something, <laughs> and then they'll be back. The new so plants. there's like instead of a hurricane evacuation route, it's a spider mite evacuation route. Come here really quick. So we've talked to two people that probably the best time to have the show was two weeks ago. You, the, you and this, the at least, yeah, the, the grand the, the, won the grand champion. And no, we were, I can't remember if we asked the guy who won the uh, cherry tomato if what time would be best for him it's well he'd already pulled out he he would get ready to pull out his celebrity and his uh and his tycoon remember he put him in the refrigerator and they got soft on him oh who was it i thought it was a female gardener that was the cherry tomatoes was it not no she she got um, second second. she got second and then she won something else maybe was the green tomato maybe maybe yeah yeah, or the or the salad bowls. No, the salad bowl was that little girl. Oh, yeah, and 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 her mom. So, so I, they're they're out right now. Some of them are out there right now, spending their hard-earned money. That big uh, prize they got from from the uh, hopefully, program. yeah, and hopefully they're spending money here at Millburgers. Well, they are because the the prizes were very generous uh, gift certificates for Millburgers. So again, if you're if you're wondering what we're talking about, we had the uh, top tomato contest earlier today, 
here at Millburger. So if you're thinking, hey, you know, I might want to get in, involved with that for next year. So what is the optimal time for folks to be planting if they want to enter the contest? I say it, all, it all depends on the weather, but uh, I'd say uh, get your transplants in around uh, middle to late March. Okay. So that's about the good time. Do you if agree you want with to that, Calvin? Yeah, I think so. And then uh, have a number of, uh, you know, there'll be another rodeo tomato. So have that one, and then have two or three of the uh, reliables. You know. Uh, don't say it. Yeah. Uh, Tycoon. Don't no, I say wasn't it. Gonna say it. I wasn't going <laughs> to. I was trying to think. He of was thinking that was yeah, all he was thinking. It was like oh, all he could oh, think of was the other nematode uh, resistant one that a valley cat. Valley cat, yeah, it really had really nice fruit. Yeah, it was, it was a little later than my uh, tycoon, but uh, it really had good fruit too. Uh, we've got some planted down south, and uh, the yeah. HM uh, eighteen twenty three. Eighteen. Look at that Calvin go. He he couldn't remember he couldn't remember his own birthday there for but a while, got, <laughs> but he got eighteen twenty three. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, and that would judge the best tasting tomato uh, by some of the taste tests that I conducted uh, last year. That you conducted? And, yeah. You just went out and started uh, tasting them as they were judging them? No, 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 not at the contest. Oh, okay. I'd pick some out of the field and ripeness, and we were comparing them to Tycoon. Well, and this usual result is that he'll have maybe 10 master gardeners or 10 gardening volunteers. (laughs) They have five different varieties, and two two people will like each variety or, you know, the top. Maybe three people liked it, so it was always a frustrating process. Yeah. So are, you, the, are they either split it 50-50? You it's know, like, oh, great. Half of them like yeah. one variety and half of them like the other variety. And the the, half, the ha- other half didn't, didn't uh, you know, the way, like, let's say you got a tomato and half of, half of them like it. Mm-hmm. The other half hated it. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't even, like, close. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even It was like, like the average rating was the same for everything. Uh. <laughs> so, you know what, we're, we're going to take a quick break here and come back with your calls. We have open lines right now, so if you've got a question, get on the phone right now, 210-308-8867. Anything you want to ask the guys, they'll answer it. We're here on the air until 2 o'clock today. You can also come on by Millburgers uh, Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Row. We're going to take a quick break, come back with your calls and more from Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio, and with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Like Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells, you've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies. 
butterflies and hummingbirds, and it's on sale in the 12-inch pot for $19.88. Millburgers has Lynn Legacy Sinisa on sale, Texas Sage, and this Texas superstar is absolutely beautiful. In the five-gallon container, it's now just $17.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on zinnias. This Texas superstar is gorgeous, and it's on sale for just $0.98 cents each in the four-inch pot. You can choose from Lantana, Vitex, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. We'll see you there. Finding great discount deals has just gotten easier through the Marketplace San Antonio page at 930amtheanswer.com. We labeled hard water in San Antonio, but you don't need to thanks to a great deal from Alamo Water Softeners. Get a Vesta 45 filtration system, which will eliminate water stains and make drinking water from the tap the norm. Their price, $3,195. The Marketplace price, only $2,000. Details on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. The most important retirement event of the year is almost here, and you're invited. And you know what? It's absolutely free. The 2018 Retirement Roundtable is Wednesday, June 13th at 2 p.m. Eastern. This is an online event, so you can view it anywhere, and you can sign up today at retirementwatch.com. It's hosted by Roger Michalski of Eagle Financial, along with America's number one retirement expert, Bob Carlson, and a surprise special guest. What will you take away from the Retirement Roundtable? How one small all change in your current plans will eliminate the single biggest threat to your retirement. The one retirement strategy that will add $125,000 to your nest egg. How to collect more than $1,500 every month without paying a penny in taxes. The breakthrough strategy that can turn every $1,000 into $10,000 and more. Remember, the Retirement Roundtable is free, but you must sign up at RetirementWatch.com. That's RetirementWatch.com. Sign up today at RetirementWatch.com. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. Have you been following Bill Clinton's book tour that's turned out to be quite something else? Craig Melvin of NBC News asked the former president about Monica Lewinsky and whether he ever apologized directly to her for what he did when he was president and she was an intern. Clinton said he apologized to the world, but not personally to her. And then he claimed, while governor of Arkansas, he had a sexual harassment policy in place. Trouble is, that was a federal policy that had nothing to do with him, and examples of his sexual harassment of women are legion, as everyone knows, Jennifer Flowers, Paula Jones, Kathleen Willey, Juanita Broderick. Broderick tweeted out after the interview, what about his raping me? Clinton claimed he left the White House $16 million in debt. Not true, says the Washington Post fact checker Glenn Kessler. It was a much smaller amount, but he and Hillary made up for it quickly by selling two books few have read and the cash cow the Clinton Foundation became. Bill Clinton has been a fraud and a lout, especially when it comes to women. Good for Craig Melvin for finally holding him accountable. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. I'm Barry Bess, and for Milton Glick, who is uh, off today, but he will be back in this chair uh, tomorrow at 12 noon. Joining me, of course, you guys never take a day off. I've never remembered any of either one of you not being here. Milton. Um, <laughs> Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch oh, are we here. Do. We take that time. Oh, yeah. Calvin but... took some off and went fishing. 
Really? Where'd you go back home, back home to Minnesota? No. Well, last year, East but Texas. the Caddo, yeah, Caddo Lake. Mm. It's a great place. Oh, that's one thing I'd love to do. If you're not familiar, uh, Calvin's from Minnesota. I'm from Canada. And um, every summer we would go to, and um, Sylvan Lake was the lake in central Alberta where we would go and have the family reunion. Just beautiful, I'm assuming, because we have, what, 10,000 lakes in Minnesota? You probably did a lot of fishing when you were growing up. Oh, gosh, yeah. And we had a resort for a while, um, so, but, yeah, I was always wandering off to go go fishing. And then uh, the one thing I've never gotten used to is fishing uh, in the ocean here, which is a great opportunity. I, I went one year, and we'll, we'll get to your calls. I don't think we don't have anybody on the line right now, um, so we'll get to your calls here in just a minute at 210. 210- 308-8867-210-308-8867. You were talking about deep sea fishing? No, I was talking about more talking about the... Oh, like, like just going maybe off, and, uh, off of uh, oh, like those, the Gulf? Oh, like the fishing piers at uh, Rockport and Aransas Pass and Corpus and those places. Oh. That, that's some pretty, pretty good good fishing. My son and my uh, granddaughter, when they come, they kind of drag me out and uh, always catch some fish, and it's fun to do, so... I uh, had a bad experience deep sea fishing off the coast of Florida, off Daytona. And Is that where all your hair went? That's where a lot of things went, but it wasn't necessarily <laughs> my hair. I'm good when you're going top speed out in the ocean, and you get out there. I'm good, like, you know, with motion sickness. But as soon as that boat stopped and it did that rocking, I was like, okay, I'm done. I was chumming the waters because it was just a bad time. There so was sharks. The sharks would come to that. Yeah, but I didn't care because I was just not feeling good. It sounded like a, 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 a good solution. Yeah, it was a good solution. So, okay, enough with fishing because uh, we're here to talk about gardening. And what we had been talking about, of course, today was uh, Top Tomato. The contest was today. We had a couple of the winners on. And congratulations to everybody who uh, won or placed here with some uh, really good uh, uh, tomatoes that we saw, and we unfortunately haven't been able to t- taste it yet, but I'm sure that'll come at some point. Um, and we've also I, been talking about... I don't about, think so, Barry. I, uh, there's I nothing. There's, gone, there's yeah. nothing down there on that table. No. Did they move that table away? Even gone. the table's gone. Okay, well, you know what? You I'll missed just, that. I missed it. And I was looking forward to those cherry tomatoes. That yeah, uh, those were Those looked really good. We've also been talking about what uh, what to do as far as, um, you know, we're in stage one, the water restrictions and talking about Calvin's article in the uh, Express News or at uh, MySA.com. Anything else, uh, Jerry that or Calvin, that we need to know about what to do in this time of the year when we are in the, uh, a, a water rationing situation? Well, we, water, we call it water rules. No, we don't call it water rationing. That's, um, that's more severe, I think, than we, than we think that we're in. But I think we, Jerry and I have been talking about the... Uh, this time of the year, uh, when when do you pull your tomatoes? Because we're you know this is a two-season tomato uh, area here, and you plant you plant in the spring and then you plant in the fall, and that's what we're one yeah. of the things we're debating. And in some gardens, it sounds like it's right now that you could pull your tomato plants out and yeah, get, and then get ready for uh, the end of July. We'll put, replant. Yeah, and if you if you don't, the spider mites are probably going to build up on the end. Okay, so you give you trouble in the fall. You said there's two tomato planting seasons. What tomatoes can you plant in the fall that you can't in in the spring? 
or is it the same varieties? The, the well, same? The, the determinant, indeterminates. The uh, the um, most of the heirloom uh, tomatoes that are old, and the plants are, are big growing, uh, fast growing, big growing plant, and they they set fruit late, and they have big fruit, which takes a long time for them to get to their size, because that's what people like about them, is their size, and uh, so they they don't beat the fr- first frost. Yeah, we. we and so you you play your plan and uh, plan answers has lots of recipes for uh, tomato chow chow. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you, usually after you after you go through one of those experiences of making chow chow, you don't have to for several years. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you got plenty of chow chow to last you for a long period of time, and it stores good. In the in the fall, we the, the, there's always a list of. Uh, of the real, the fastest producing tomatoes, they're little usually the medium size or smaller. Surefire used to be one, uh, but uh, heat setters and uh, even we even the uh, oh our reliable Jerry help me on the uh, the one that, that we were talking about uh, Valley Valley Cat well, that's a good one yeah and uh we used to have one called heat wave but they took it off the market i saw it in an advertisement for oh did you yeah oh no maybe they called it heat master yeah yeah Yeah. i think they got that one but we'll have a whole list we'll have a list of recommended selections for the fall and the millburgers will have yeah the the one the one one the millburgers are selling are going to be adapted to the fall okay uh, and we we work with the millburgers and the, uh, the plant producers, uh, and they'll let's see, they'll start having them in July probably, and that's next month. So they uh, it wouldn't yeah, surprise. It is next month already. <laughs> what happened to the, what happened to this year? <laughs> what happened to June? What huh? happened to June? It's like what's today? The ninth already of June? Yeah. They, wow. they grow a, tom- a tomato from seed to sell in the summer is less than 30 days. Wow. So if they're going to have them by the middle of July, end of July, they're going to have plants coming up now. They're going to have to seed them now. I don't, I don't know if they're going to have them that early or not. And we... We try to get the folks to, to, to plant in July. Sometimes it, it's real hot. It, it's for early August that You're people right. are planting. Yeah. It's just hard to get motivated. Who uh, <laughs> was 103, yeah, huh? Yeah. See, I, I think we talked about this off the air, but do you? Th- I, I feel that we were getting to like 90, 98, 100 a little earlier than I can remember it was the end of May when we hit that for the first time. Isn't is it a little early for us to be this, this hot? Because I, you We're know, breaking records. Yeah, because I know in back average home, temperatures have been, on the average, higher than yeah. This this last uh, May was a, set some records. Yeah. For average temperatures. I was really hoping not to have this kind of temperatures until into <laughs> July, but, you know what? It's uh, still. Um, but you figure it is a little bit. It was a little hotter yeah. than average for, for for May this year. Now one thing one thing on tomatoes, 
Uh, in fact, Greg Grant called me with this question. Uh, Greg Grant, uh, the county horticulturist in Tyler, called and wanted to know what that what that magic nighttime temperature is where tomatoes are quit setting fruit or, or kind of play out. And uh, if you look at the the nighttime temperatures, they're they're getting into the seven low seventies, seventy and low seventies. So uh, tomatoes will set fruit in the desert as long as they have the cool nighttime temperatures, even though they're oh, having 100 yeah. degrees during Yeah, but the it day. gets really cool in the desert, like, yeah, real quick. Absolutely. Yeah, speak, yeah. Speaking of weather and every everything, you know, we, we always mention, and you mention a lot, Calvin, about Steve Brown. Oh, Steve Brown retired. Did from, he? From, from Is he gone? His last day was, I think, like Thursday. Um, so now he's got a whole lot of time to garden, um, but yeah. So uh, if you know, I'm I'm sure Steve l- listens to uh, Millburgers. Uh, congratulations, Steve. We're gonna miss you on on TV. But now enjoy your retirement. Enjoy your gardening. He's got he's got lots of plans. Somebody uh, somebody asked me. Well, he probably doesn't have much to do. Why don't you invite him to this uh, breakfast group? And I said he's got, he's got lots of. Lots of plans and lots of invites, and uh, maybe later we do that. But, uh, yeah, he, he was pretty excited about uh, change. Yeah. And he'll find, he'll find something to do. He's always so interested in the environment and solar power and all that. Good stuff. You'll probably have to go out and plant him a garden. However, he's got deer, a lot of deer. Yeah, he's a good gardener, though, too. He's just gotten, you know, a bit spoiled with... Uh, <laughs> at Kaysad Garden, you know, oh yeah, because uh, he can just go out to the Kaysad Garden on 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 the roof. Oh, and, uh, and I I called there, Adam, uh, the weatherman that's going to take Zebra, and I got the uh, receptionist uh, Nancy Weavers, and she said, I couldn't even figure out what she was talking about. She said, What's going to happen to the garden? She says, I've been watering it, but I know, well, I don't, who's going to take care of it? Are you going to be able to take care of it? Did Steve ever get any tomatoes this spring? You know, that's exactly what I asked her, but I never did get the re, uh, report. You never gave uh, an answer? Yeah. Because I've, I've been watching. I haven't seen him on TV. You know, usually he brings them in, brags about uh, yeah. them. Everything is. Surprised me that he didn't emphasize, he made such a big deal of that orange tree. Yeah. A satsuma. No, it was orange. It's orange, yeah. Yeah. And so I, I kind of thought there'd be some final reports on the on the orange tree. Maybe he just he's going to go off and be, go off and trout fish or yeah. something. Well, they ought to have him in uh, just to take care of the garden and report on the garden. Uh, he probably doesn't want to do that. Sure. He's got. Well, he's going to have a whole lot of time on his hands. Yeah, I'm Two, sure he appreciates you guys uh, figuring out for him. When yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, Steve, why don't you do this? Uh, why don't you people listening here? Why don't you give us a call right now? Because we have open lines: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero. Let us know what it would take to get you to participate in the top tomato yeah. contest next year. What yeah. What would you want to do? And maybe you can ask some questions about what you need to do and when you can start doing. Because Jerry mentioned maybe in the middle part of uh, March is when you need to plant. Um, so two one zero three zero eight. 8867. We're here at uh, Millburgers Landscape and uh, Nursery, uh, 1604 and Boulevardy Road until 2 o'clock, but the nursery's open the rest of the afternoon, so you can come on by. 
Well, you tell Steve we'll continue to support his gardening efforts even at his house. You know, we, we continue to support Bill McReynolds when he retired from the radio, and uh, he gardened right up until till the last. And, you, uh, you know who else was a was an avid gardener, and um, you wouldn't really think? Who's that? Was Ricky Ware. Oh yeah, yeah. Ricky, I heard him talk about. Yeah, uh, he was a he was pretty good, you know. Um, but yeah, I worked with Ricky in in the mid uh, late nineteen nineteen uh, nineties. But yeah, Ricky was a was a big let, gardener. Look yeah. at the color of that crepe myrtle over there, guys. Wow, that? that is beautiful. Uh, somebody is just uh, crepe myrtle. Isn't that isn't that your favorite, Calvin? That's Jerry's favorite. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's the one that you always go gaga over when I? Uh, <laughs> Vitex, Panic, uh, uh, Flocks. When I was here in the uh, in the wintertime, okay. it was like sitting right out here, and it's like, don't show Calvin or else he'll go buy them all up. What was Oh, oh that, that was Cyclamen. Yeah, Cyclamen. That's yeah. it. So, That's an annual flower. Yeah, you know, when you when you come, if you've never been to Millburgers, um, 1604 and Bulver, Road, I tell you, you come on by and you just see these gorgeous plants, and uh, just the, the colors are just incredible. And they do such a good job of, of keeping keeping everything just looking really, really nice, even though it's like right now I think it's almost like 95 degrees outside. But they, they do a great job here of keeping everything looking just uh, immaculate. I don't know if Craig Myrtles are on sale this week. We can ask Trace if he comes back. But uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of people say now is the best time to buy buy crepe myrtles uh, I, I, I meant to I found you know last week I think a week before we were talking about we need to update our crepe myrtle list yeah. and so uh, Neil Sperry had something in his newsletter about uh, uh, the uh, McKinney the McKinney crepe myrtle trail the, that Neil has been sponsoring and uh, it had a list of the most, most highly recommended crepe myrtles. And, uh, of course, I took, took the opportunity to, to copy that list, you know, plagiarize that list. <laughs> no, of course not. And I, I've got to bring it up here to uh, trace and see how many of the varieties uh, that are on that recommended list do they sell. And so... Uh, uh, I'll I'll do that whenever I get a chance to print that off. That's but but uh, now's the time to to buy crepe myrtles. And the uh, crepe myrtles, there's so many uh, plants to choose from. You can pick the flower color you like, yeah. the size, the ultimate size you like, and of course always look for uh, the mildew resistance, mildew resistance, color of the bark, right, shape of the plant. I mean, you can you can pick all of those things and. Have a pretty carefree plant, and plus one that really blooms the heck out of the, uh, and very attractive in your landscape. Time right. to take our sorry. Time to take our last break. No way. Is one it really? more break. One more time to hear uh, Milton talk about what's going on here at Millburgers. I'm gonna listen. Make sure he gets it right. Make sure he got it right because if he doesn't get it right, you give him a hard yeah. time about it tomorrow. He got he got one thing wrong on that. I've already heard. All right, so let's give let's take a listen here. Uh, we're going to be back more Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Your calls two one zero three zero eight. 
888-888-8867. More Millburgers Gardening South Texas up next on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Hey, listen, summer means color in San Antonio. And with Texas Superstar Plants, you can have plenty of color that you'll enjoy in the summer right here. Now, what's a Texas Superstar plant? These are plants that have been given the Texas Superstar designation because they've got a history, a track record of doing well in South Texas and San Antonio. Like Gold Star Esperanza or Texas Yellow Bells. You've seen them. This beautiful Texas Superstar attracts butterflies and hummingbirds, and it's on sale in the 12-inch pot for $19.88. Millburgers has Lynn Legacy Sinisa on sale, Texas Sage, and this Texas Superstar is absolutely beautiful. In the 5-gallon container, it's now just $17.88. This week at Millburgers, you'll save on Zinnias. This Texas Superstar is gorgeous, and it's on sale for just $0.98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. You can choose from Lantana, Vitex, and much, much more at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Verde Road. We'll see you there. Come to Furniture Now. Furniture Now. Come to Furniture Now. Bring your truck and take it with you. Most deliveries are made the same day, even on Saturdays and Sundays. Yes, we deliver on Sundays. Furniture Now has a huge selection of sofas, bedrooms, dining rooms, kids' furniture, Serta mattresses, and Serta mattresses. No interest for up to four years. Furniture Now. Loop 1604 and Lookout Road. Next to Burlington. Next to Burlington. Or Evers Road and Loop 410. FurnitureNow.com. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And nothing is simple in this life, except when it comes to selling your house or buying your next home in San Antonio in the Hill Country. Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez is a better way to sell that house and save you thousands of dollars. It's the Help You Sell Low Set Fee program. Here's how it works. When you use Sergio Martinez and help you sell to buy or sell your next home, he won't charge you the standard 6% commission because it's simply not fair. For instance, the difference in commission between a $200,000 home and a $500,000 home is $18,000. Did the more expensive home get $18,000 more in service? Probably not. With Help You Sell, you get the same service. You keep more money in your pocket, and you still get 100% of Sergio Martinez's 20 years plus of experience. Simple, right? Call Help You Sell and Sergio Martinez right now at 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305 or online at hushillcountry.com. Hushillcountry.com. For help, you sell. Good morning, Riff. Morning, Raph. Can you believe we've been clocking in this place for a whole week now? Tell me about it. Work, work, work. But a squirrel must do what a squirrel must do, right? <laughs> yes, quite. But I cannot labor and exert energy within these subpar conditions. How is a squirrel supposed to run around, chew on stuff, and make acorn tea in this attic when all those humans are down there making absurd amounts of noise? It's preposterous. Don't you mean nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Look down there. Who is the missus? talking to at the door. Oh no, it's that chap that closed down our previous operation. Crittery Victor! Crittery Victor excels at all types of rodent removal because that's all they do. Unlike pest control companies, Crittery Victor specializes in humane animal control and exclusion, which means your unwanted critters ain't getting back in. So whether you have possums, rats, mice, skunks, Cheerio, Raph, and I don't mean honey nut. And yes, even squirrels. Call Crittery Victor at 210-906-8910 for your home or office. 9 Mike Gallagher believes there's lots of layers to the canceling of Roseanne. I'm angry at her for the stupidity of this tweet. I'm angry but not surprised at the pathetic attempt to link a Roseanne tweet to President Trump. It's not, it shouldn't be unexpected. 
they jumped on that bandwagon over at CNN in a heartbeat. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8, right before Dennis Prager at 11 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're in the home stretch here. Um, we do have a couple of lines open at 210-308-8867, but we do have Lonnie on the line, and he's got a question about Bermuda grass. Lonnie, thank you for calling Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, very fine. Thank you. Yes, we have some straw-colored patches that have appeared in our Bermuda grass in the backyard, and uh, it's not... I know you often ask about, well, can you can you grab a handful and just pull it out, and roots and all? No, you cannot. Um, so, what what's ailing it? Do you think? Did this did this occur after you mowed it? Yes, it did appear after we mowed it. Yes. What what is it in? What's it growing? Bermuda. And what? Brown patches. Oh. Brown spots. It's more straw-colored. It's not really yeah. dark brown. What, I, what I was getting at, a lot of times when you let Bermuda get tall, too tall, and then mow it short, uh, you'll have that have the uh, and uh, in the in the places where the where the grass got it taller. Uh, yes, you well, mow I, it, I, you I, mow it short, you'll have it, it'll take it a while to recover from that those brown spots. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I, why, that's I why we that, recommend that you mow it well be the case. low all uh, the time. Yeah, we did. We did uh, cut it shorter. It wasn't particularly high, but we wanted, and and we left the clippings. We did not uh, bag them. So that that you sound, sound like you're describing pretty much what we were seeing. Yeah, yeah. And shouldn't, that shouldn't be a in our climate that. Shouldn't be a problem on. Um, now, now, yeah, if you you're watering with a you got an automatic watering system, right? Yes, sir. Correct. We do. Okay, it'll 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 come back, but e- even you need to mow that grass, especially with a water system. Uh, the Bermuda is it is it Tiffway Tiff, Tiff is it Tiffway Bermuda four nineteen. I do, do not recall the uh, the builder's representative told told me I, because I asked him what it was, what specific kind of Bermuda. He told me, but I did not write it down, so I do not remember. But okay. Uh, okay. it seems okay. to me there was a number uh, attached to it, but I don't recall. Okay. Okay. Now, now if if you want to make sure that it's not a water related situation, you you know you just take your hand watering and put a little extra water there and see if it doesn't if it greens up because a lot of a lot of times our sprinkler systems don't always spread it equally or you've got a compacted area or something like that especially relatively new Uh, ones well may i ask you one other question i don't want to what what i was fixing to say i don't know if i said it or not uh is that you mow it mow it every week whether it's brown or or green Okay. No, okay. Mow, mow that air every week. And mow it, and leave it, and about it low. An inch and a half high. I understand that's pretty much standard recommendation for Bermuda. Yes. Okay. What was the other question? Uh, well, 
uh, everybody, of course, at this time of year has questions about tomatoes and um, what's causing the curly, causing the curly leaves or the leaves to curl. I, I'm loaded with tomatoes, but uh, the leaves are beginning to curl. Uh, it, it could be spider mites if if you see any little if the leaves are kind of kind of turning uh, light green or dusty, kind or of dust. dusty looking. There you go. Take a little white white piece of paper and flick the leaf a little bit, and and you'll if you got spider mites, you'll see the little little teeny things fall out on the paper. Right. Okay. It's, do it's that. really common right now. We're kind of at the end of the tomato season for the spring, so we'll be pulling the plants soon and then replanting at the end of July. Oh, yeah. Or if you if you don't see the little specks, or if you don't think it's spider mites, it could just be. There's several. Is it happening on all your tomatoes at at one time? Well, I think these are the B N H or B H N, whichever one it is. Uh, I think that's what. Oh, oh, the 968, the cherry tomato? Oh, no, no, no. This is a full size. Oh, no. 602? I, I, I lost could, the, the tag, so I don't really know, but I think. We're going to have to give you a, a course on la, uh, labeling, son. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, a lot of a lot of times, uh, some varieties will respond to uh, uh, high high rates of fertility, and, and and it's no no problem at all. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, other than causing you distress, and then of course the viruses cause that. But I, I imagine the plants are. We got plenty of fruit and uh, and and the, all the plants are the same size, right? Yes, they are. Okay, then that's not a virus. So don't worry about it, dude. It's a hundred degrees out there. Isn't that right? All right, Lonnie. Thank you very much for your call. We've got Ed on the line. Ed has a question about crape myrtle and bugs in the garden. Ed, thank you for calling, uh, Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Thank you. Uh, well, my first question about the crepe myrtles, I've seen some purple leaf crepe myrtles, some with white blooms and some with reddish or purplish colored blooms. Yeah, I don't know what varieties those are, but they're, they're recent on the market. Uh, well, is there any, uh, does anybody know whether they're as tough as a regular crepe myrtle or whether they're going to need to yeah. be babied or... No, no, they're just, they're tough. They're tough as a regular crepe myrtle, just purple leaf. Are they tough enough to, once you get them established, to forget about them and, and not right. do anything with them anymore? Right, they're, they're, they're just like a regular crepe myrtle. Yeah, write, write this down, and if that's not the same, you know, you can remind Jerry of it next year or something. Uh, if I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> remember what? Uh, well, uh, <laughs> All right, my, my next question is, uh, as far as bugs go, I, I live out, I'm pretty isolated from any other gardeners or anything, so uh, if usually if I get some kind of an infestation, something shows up and eats it, and I'm, I really don't have too much of a problem. Good. Uh, but this year... I've got a massive amount of those little 
I don't know. I, I don't know if they call them mealy bugs or what, but they it makes it look like a little puff of cotton on along the stem of a plant. Yeah, yeah. They, they could be mealy bugs. Yeah. Well, and, yeah, and that's uh, maybe that's, that's first I've not heard of that though. Proper term, but you know, there's a you look at the stem and and there'll be like a couple of inches that look like somebody's glued some cotton on it, and then if you fool with it, there's some little fuzzy-looking bugs yeah. that will hop around yeah. and, and, and jump to the next branch or whatever. But this year, man, I have got tons of those things. Yeah. I mean, not on the tomato plants, but on just about everything else. Uh, I mean, on uh, Althea, uh, uh, Morning Glories, uh, just about everything. Um uh, yeah, that's mealybugs, and they're they're hard to control. Are, are your stuff? Is your stuff in con- containers? Well, uh, this stuff gets on the containers. Are the stuff that's? I mean, I've that's got right. a giant trumpet vine, and it's got some of that stuff on 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 some yeah. of the you know t- more tender branches. But I mean, it's pretty much all over the yard and all around. You know. Yeah. Uh. They're hard to control, too. Uh, Do they have any natural enemies? I don't know whether wasps bother those or not, or or feed on those or not. uh, I have a lot of wasps and bees and a few harnets. I never have seen them uh, with, uh, you know, uh, being attacked by a predator. Yeah, and it's... uh, Interesting too, if you because sometimes you can control them depending on the plant and how much attention you give it. You can something like acephate, yeah. But, but then, then it's not the best for your beneficials either. Well, well when, that's when, one you're thing with, when you're dealing with when you're dealing with mealybugs, uh, you've got to use something like acephate. Of course, you can't use that on the vegetables. Or not on the label. You might you might experiment at a little bit with a pick pick a few plants and see if you can't control it with acephate and then just well the, make the those plants decisions I took as to the go. plant exchange. I I just went to well, we don't have a nursery down here where I live, but we do have a Walmart, and I just found the cheapest stuff. It was some kind of spray to put on your roses, and all the plants that I took to the plant uh, exchange. I sprayed them with that, and I killed off all the bugs. They didn't come back. I sprayed them about a week before I took them. But, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I try to restrict that because, like you said, if you start poisoning stuff, then the first thing to really get impacted is all the predatory, uh, you know, things that are eating up the stuff you're poisoning. So I try to sort of restrict myself. You know, try to yeah, stay but it sounds, it sounds like you've got a pretty heavy infestation. Oh, yeah, I've got lots of them. Now, I do have a lot of praying mantises that have just been barn, and I've got little ones running around everywhere. You think they'll eat them up? I think they would. Now, like I said, I'm just that's just a, a guess. But I think the, they, they might feed on those. Hey, Ed, thank you very much. We're, we're unfortunately running out of time, but thank you very okay, much for your for your call. 
Yeah, thanks, Ed. Good to talk, talk to you. Talk to you later, and, Ed. And, Ray, I know you're on hold. Um, if you could call tomorrow, you know what? The great thing about Millburgers Gardening South Texas, it's not just one day of tremendous radio. It's two days. Well, wait weekend. a minute. You said Milton will be back tomorrow. Okay, it'll be so-so tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, you guys will be here. Yeah, that's right. So if you got more calls uh, for tomorrow, uh, you can uh, you can pick up the phone and uh, get in line. You can also come down to Millburgers uh, Landscape and Nursery. They're going to be open uh, for the rest of the afternoon. And, of course, tomorrow when uh, Milton will be back in uh, the hot seat um, tomorrow afternoon at 12 o'clock, along with uh, Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. And, again, congratulations to all of the great folks who came out with their tomatoes for the uh, top tomato judging contest that we had a little earlier here at Millburgers. And uh, congratulations to the winners and uh, those who uh, play second. It's always fun to come out here and, and, and see people when they are they're really Everybody is really proud of, of what they, uh, what they um, harvested, and it's nice to give them the recognition that they deserve. So, guys, thank you very much for putting up with me again today. It's always a pleasure to be out here uh, talking with you guys. And, again, Milton Glick will be back tomorrow. Another edition of Millburgers Gardening South Texas tomorrow at noon. Don't go anywhere because... Um, we've got the Retirement Income Show coming up here in just a few minutes on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 